Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, stuff running through your brain, mind racing, can't get to sleep? You're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight, it's Super Doll, our superhero serial story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We'll do the rest. Podcast is going to create a safe place where you can put aside any of those thoughts or thinking or pondering or I know we talked about listing last episode, but listing has got to be a top offender. I mean, come on, people, let me know <laughs> on Twitter or Facebook if listing is like a top offender for you. Or griping. There's a lot of griping going on in my brain, especially at a night, and it's usually that I've got a gripe with myself. Sometimes it's with somebody else. Well, any of that kind of thinking stuff, podcast is going to distract you from that with our story. All you need to do is listen. As the story goes on, it's going to meander and wander and take its time. But you're not going to notice because you're going to be drifting off into dreamland. That's the goal here. If you've never been here before, uh, welcome. You know, give this podcast a try. That's what it's here for. This podcast to uh, help you fall asleep, bore you to sleep is the way I describe it. Not entirely accurate, but as accurate as I can come up with in a catchphrase. Uh, Puts you to sleep. You can check out our iTunes reviews if you don't believe me. I would not take my word for it, obviously. I sound like a, a lunatic. But give it a shot. If the podcast is working for you. You're already here. Thank you. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Superdolls at slash superdoll. Feedback, you can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can tweet Twitter tweet me at dearest scooter. You can get me on Facebook. Or you can post it on the website if you have anything at all you want to share. A lot of inspiring, inspiring stuff coming in over the past couple weeks, people. And the, and the stuff I don't know if everybody wants me to share. But you know each and every one of you has a story. Maybe a story to share with me. Maybe a story to share with another person listening to the podcast. Or maybe just to keep in your heart where it's safe and protected. And, you know, if that's what feels safe too, that's cool. That's what we're here for, to help you fall asleep. And, yeah, a lot of times the stuff that's keeping us from sleep, they're, uh, it's, hard, it's tough stuff. No one tells you that when you're, uh, when you're a kid. You actually know that life's going to be tough, but it doesn't really bother you. Well, sometimes it does. But then you get to the adult and you're like, what? what? Why didn't anybody tell me about this, uh, this stuff? But whatever. We're here as a group. We suffer not from the exact same thing, but we, you know, the human condition is not exactly a bed of roses. Or maybe it is, but maybe I just see things from a negative perspective, which is true. That was my point. My point is, I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad I can help you fall asleep tonight. It's my honor to do so. And I take that with the utmost seriousness of that a person that's supposed to be silly and boring a little ridiculous, lighthearted. I take it as serious as I can. All right? Let's get on to the uh, housekeeping. Housekeeping, our wonderful podcast theme. 
is by Chrissy Poo, Christopher, over at soundslikeanearful.com. He's got a podcast over there called Sounds Like an Earful. Check it out. Tell Chrissy Poo I said hi if you if you have a chance. I want to thank Paula, Leslie, and Juan for their input on Chrissy Poo's uh, theme. I want to thank Kirsten, Emily, Tips for Me, Amira, Tim T, the silent listener, Nicole, Derek, Stephanie, our friend Catherine from Australia, and Jennifer. Oh, wait, I'll get to you, Jennifer. I want to thank all you guys for saying hi, saying kind things, telling me stories, telling me about yourself. Thank you. And thank you for uh, communicating with me. I want to thank Jennifer, who uh, was in the same earthquake I was, uh, I think that was a week ago. Jennifer recommends the Westone UM Pro 10s headphones for sleeping in. That comes with Jennifer's seal of approval. That's the Westone UM Pro 10s. Uh, I will look them up on the internet. I will put a link in the show notes for you all. I want to thank Trey Head of the USA, Lucy Liu, and Guy 41 who says the podcast is cute, by the way. Thanks, Sox Guy. The Sox Guy was worried that he can't listen to Game of Drones because it's in... He's on season two. And I was honestly thinking about you, Sox Guy, today. Because I'm going to record season one, episode two, coming up later on this week, Thursday night. And I will do my best to make sure there's no future spoilers on there so that you can listen to it, all right? So thank you. Thank you, everyone, for the reviews on iTunes. Thank you for subscribing. Lord and Lady of the Podcast, it would be... um, Oh, I guess uh, I guess it'd be executable crime if I didn't say uh, bowing now to the Lord and Lady of the podcast. Uh, the announcement is still coming about uh, why you um, still got like a, another thing coming relating to snail mail coming up soon, and we got the new Napcast in the uh, in the feed. I want to know what you guys think of the Napcast. If it's a weekend, go ahead and give it a shot. Give it a Napcast if you're a college student. Graduate student, nap nap the crap out of that shit, fuckers. You know, fucking nap that cast up. <laughs> I guess I'm in a silly mood. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Let's get on with the show. So we're back with another episode of Superdoll. I'm going to get to Action Voice in a minute, but when we last left off on Superdoll, the, uh, the, uh, um, Carbon Man had tried to escape via going downstairs to these sub-basements. Turns out the sub-basements are where, at some point, this base was not for superheroes. It was converted, you know, retrofitted, I guess, retrofitted, whatever, remodeled. So they had these huge uh, industrial warehouse-sized sub-basements. And it turns out our superheroes were stocking them with supplies for the people of the world. We didn't get too much details. A little bit confusing. Car- Needless to say, Carman didn't escape. And everyone was throwing tennis balls at each other in the pitch dark. So important stuff is everybody's still locked in the base. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, that's how it works. It's super dull. It's not uh, super mad or super fun or super, you know. So that's the action voice. Are you ready? Okay, I'm going to turn over to Action Voice. Somewhere on Earth, a team of superheroes waits. They wait for Earth's greatest hour of need. 
This team of heroes waits patiently for the time they are called on by the planet of Earth and its denizens or citizens to save them. They wait for a force great, great and, you know, a big, uh, big force that's threatening humanity. And they wait to defend Earth against that force or some, you know, invader-type stuff, um, creatures, bad things for, for humans on Earth. And they wait. This is the story of their waiting. This is Superdoll. Oh, very nice, Carbon Man. Uh, except for uh, you mess up, okay? So let me show you again. You take that, the, the, the string on the left, go around, and then back through, and then the little... I pretend, remember, I say it's a piggy. The little piggy go back to the market, go get it, and then he grab his brother, the other string here. Is his brother. So now you take both string in your hand. Now they go, they jump the fence. They jump the fence. You understand? Yeah, yeah, I get it. No, you don't. You don't get it, Carver Man, because if you get it, you'll be making the knot the right time, the first time. Okay. So pay attention. It's okay. We got up. I'm going. Okay. They jump the fence and then they run from the farmer. See, they run from the farmer through this, so they're running. Running, that means they go through all this open space, around the gnarled tree, which is our old rope from earlier, but now it's a gnarled tree. Okay? And then up the water spout. Up the water spout, are you with me? I'm, I'm watching your hands. Okay, up the water spout. Okay. It's very simple once you get it. Trust me, cabra man. Trust me. And then, and then they split up. They split up. They go hard, penetrate the middle, and pull taut. Pull taut. Penetrate the middle, cabra man. Yes, very good. And pull taut. Okay, and then a nice bow at the end too. So they are string and double knot. Okay. Do you do you do you have a grasp of this? Because you could do it twenty, thirty times. I just carbon man I okay. And it's you I'm I'm you know, uh Omaha. I'm starting to lose my pay. Uh you buddy just uh just I'm I'm just starting to lose my patience here. Okay, carbon man, listen. This is not me against you. I'm just trying to teach you to do this knot. There's only one way to do it, and there's only one way to do it right. And I know you're thinking in your head, oh, this is another knot. This lady, she's telling me, I just got two knots here, two knots there. Okay, this is a mosquito net, Carbon Man. Okay, you have to understand that these, so these are anchor ropes, but they cannot leave any holes for the mosquito to get in the net, Okay. And then they need to, when they will use these ropes in the end to anchor the net to things, okay? Like the side of their bed. So this is a life or death situation. You're not just going to, we're not just making no rope. Well, it's not friendship bracelet time. 
That is for your spare time, Carberman. And I know I can get a irritant But okay, so this is not a this is a team thing and soon you just gotta go just to practice. I sit here. Uh, how about this? How about this? Hey Carberman, I'm I'll keep an eye on you. Okay? Up the water spot. See he's doing good. Look at that. Look at that. Oh no, okay. Back up now. We find, we'll just find out where you went wrong. Okay? Okay, Carberman. I've been thinking about I'll talk while you uh you guys work on the knots. I've been thinking about these world wars you've been telling us about here yeah, down here, the three of us talking. And I don't understand it. Oh it's it's aching my heart. One for why would your world have these two world wars? Very, very upsetting. I don't see one. I mean I don't understand how our people you know humans Superhumans were not that different, but uh, why there is no reason for the World War One or the World War Two or the Holocaust? That horrible thing, gosh, uh, it is terrible. It is like uh, madness. These world wars. So I can understand with your, you know, superheroing not wanting to remake those mistakes. Okay, I do not understand the. That why they would uh, the fighting is not calculating. It's just ter- a, a territor- regional territorial disputes will erupting into this, and then the United States comes in willy nilly to it. And there's lots of I mean the trench warfare. Oh, and it got it's terrible stuff. Oh, did 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 he get get did he get the, did you did you go around the knotted tree? He's got it. He's got it. Trust me. Okay. Yeah, I think I I think I have it. I think I have it. Okay. Okay. So let's get into a nice zone here. We'll just start working. Uh, we'll so so what we do is this three anchor points. Now we're going to split up on the table three anchor points. Each one of us will be doing one anchor point at a time, and then boom, we stack them here. We move on to the next one. Okay, how does that sound to you? Okay, let's go, everybody. Let's get started here. Oh, now, Carberman, normally we listen to, like, we take turns to like, choosing the music. But isn't this nice uh, going? I'm going around another tree. Oh, this is good. Okay, I, so these uh, mosquito nets are to keep the mosquitoes out. Oh, yes, Carberman, the mosquito. Is to uh, is a is a c- carrier of disease. It is a vector, a vector of disease. So in many parts of the United World, uh, you know, where places where it is warm and humid, this particular, they carry some terrible diseases like malaria. I think they had that. Didn't they have that when you were back in the fifties? You didn't have malaria. Terrible, terrible disease. You know, I don't, I'm not sure about this malaria. I'm not sure. So you sleep in the tent with all this around you. Exactly, Coverman. It makes a little tent, and you're in a mosquito-free zone. If you see a mosquito in there, you just uh, kill it. Huh. And how... how, how I hate... Hey, Coverman, I hate mosquitoes. I, I love making knots. Watch this up the water spout. <laughs> Uh, I I find so much joy in making mosquito nets. 
I mean, we were, we've been, oh, the idea of a mosquito having to sit there and watch, you know, someone is hot. It's a hot night, and I picture a giant shirtless man, you know, of huge, expansive belly. He's got a some sort of high blood pressure, so his blood's right at the surface, beating, beating. And there's this mosquito. It's got the it's one of the mosquitoes born with the best vision of any mosquito in the world. And it just has to sit there, watching him in his sweat. He's glistening. Oh, this man is glistening. His throb, his vessels are throbbing. He's got a whatever that's called veniology or high vascularity. I think it's called. He's been drinking water so much. And all oh, that mosquito's just flying around, bouncing off our mosquito nets. I love it, Cartman, man. I hate, 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 hate mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. So, so we're just going to, how long are we going to do this for? Oh, buddy, are you getting into it? Are you getting into this? Because, I mean, that's one thing I like to do is just think about, I, I could do this all all day. We got about a, should we go, we'll take a break once our fingers cramp up. It's usually like three hours till a cramp. We'll take a break. Uh, Flex, Flex is usually in your spot, but you know, he subbed you in. I thought this would be good for you, buddy. You like it? So, we're just going to, we're tying knots on the ends of these mosquito nets. Oh, yep. Because you see the mosquito is a vector of disease. We mentioned that, how we did, but, uh, you know, a mosquito is one of those creatures. I don't, I'm sure there's some reason for it. But it, uh, you know, it bites you and it itches and it, net, you know, you, they, they fly in your air. Even when you're in mosquito terror, you're worried. I, you see, I grew up Cicero, North Syracuse. There's a big swamp there and, my life was, I was trauma to see how, if you saw me without my clothes on, Carbon Man. I mean, obviously, you'd be impressed, but you'd also see a lot of mosquito scars because I couldn't keep myself from scratching, scratching, scratching those. I could, uh, if I had an itch, I had to scratch it. No one taught me any different of how to say, or involve, you know, keep your hands busy like we're doing now. Busy, oh, oh, did, did, did you, uh... Did you skip a spot there, Carpenter? Did you penetrate? Yes, I, I penetrated. I just gently penetrated. Okay, good, good penetration on that. Uh, on that, uh, not there. Um, but yeah, so that's I hate mosquitoes. Oh boy, you guys, this is just nodding mosquito nets. And this is is this like one one? This your quarantine time or your uh? Well, Carmen, man, I thought uh, Flex explained to you. Oh, no, it's a mess. You know, so he probably did a terrible job. Uh, this is our... Uh, okay, so we are waiting for Earth's greatest hour of need. But in some sense, we find gray area. Earth's greatest hour of need is here. or soon to be here with these mosquitoes. So we say, okay, uh, you know, the last two teams before us, they didn't work out. They uh, sort of terminate type situations. And uh, so we say, you know, 
when they recruit us and we try and it makes sense the people of the earth. They are what's special to us. In my heart, I care for every person on earth as if they were the uh, sole carrier of human life because they are. And their life is precious if you were take into account the evolution, carbon man. Now, I know you 50s people, you don't know about science, and it's still a controversial thing sometimes to people what you believe in. But if you believe in the magic of evolution, or you believe in the intelligent design of evolution, or some other such thing, whatever you... Okay, if you take evolution occurring, okay, carbon man, then each life even more precious because they are the carrier of the evolution to carry it to the next stage of life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, no, I, 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 I didn't, I, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't do so hot in school. So this kind of feels like when you guys get on these, I, oh, excuse me, government, excuse me. We're not trying to be exclusive here. Well, sit down, Mama Emma, I will tell you. No, no, keep concentrating. Don't, don't, don't. You can, your mind is able to grasp this simple task and it will become more simple the each knot you complete. And you can listen to my voice. I'm maybe going to uh, go through. But yes, so, uh, well, how do I explain this? Uh, well, Lick Uganda did explain evolution and uh uh, sanctity of life type situation? Uh, no, I mean, not really. Okay, Cardman, like people, you, you you defend life, you against these world wars, right? Uh, right. Okay, because why are you against World War One? Well, because it was a terrible loss of a life. It didn't seem to, it didn't seem, it seemed like man had lost the, the people in control. Okay, so the, People did something wrong, and people got hurt. Oh, yeah, I could agree on that. And then World War II was uh, lightning strike twice or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like why, why didn't we? Why didn't he? I mean, why didn't people learn from the lesson? I mean, the United States Civil War wasn't that long before either one of these events. Okay, we know about that civil war, so that's one we got in common. We got to get back to these wars, but and then the Holocaust and all this. Terribleness is uh, strike three. It, it, at that point, it just became when we think about why we defend the earth, it's against men that would rise up to do evil against men. And there's such a we can't, we can't let, I guess this is off the record, cause, but I couldn't let any man collect power that would do such evil. I would have to. You'd have to take him out. I, I would have to intervene. Now, how? Okay. Oh, I was thinking, what's that conundrum? These, uh, I feel like we're doing some sort of thought experiment, but I don't know, Carbon Man. Hey, hey, man, if I change the subject, Omaha, it's pretty intense, and we're just making knots here. Okay, well, uh, you go ahead and change the subject then, little guy. Go ahead with your subjects. Okay, well, I was thinking, how many mosquito nets do you guys need to make? Uh, uh, you mean concept? Uh, some more? How many can we make, Cobra Because uh, the need for the demand is uh, uh, 
outstrips supply. So that's why we're making them. But but I mean, like, how many how many of you guys made? Oh, well, that's up for carbon, man. You like the compliment the ladies, don't you? And the men, because it's been uh, my little team down here. Mosquito net team. Yeah, baby. We ate skeeters. Yes, so it's been me, my man, Lick, and my little buddy, Flex. We've been working. We've probably done, I think we've made 320. Well, let me think if I can be. This one counts 327,198. Uh, 127,198. Yeah, about that. 3199. So we're getting there. Let's say about the. 300,000, three, over 350,000. Okay, well, uh, and then, so what would be the ideal number of mosquito nets? Well, I figure, uh, Cobra Man, I'd like to shoot, uh, I'd like to be here for a million. I would think that would be nice. So, and what, what would happen if you guys made two million? Ah, uh, it's a big two million would be cool, but that's, uh, you know, we have to live in the present and stuff. You know, I have a goal day to day, but down the distance, it'd be a million's nice, God remember. We know we worried about the next net we're starting now, okay? And you need to worry about that, that uh, off the water spout move because, oh, that is a nice one. And, uh, okay, you're doing, you're getting there. I do have a point about this all. Well, I was just thinking, I can direct my power through my fingertips very these beams and I could probably I have ten fingers and we only have six strings. I think I could probably do like if I get down the motions right, probably take me a day or two. I could probably do like a hundred thousand of these in six hours. Maybe maybe more. Okay, 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 oh dear, oh, okay, I'll take it, I'll take it from here, Omar. Listen, buddy, um, this is a non-power uh, situation. This is, uh, we're doing this to help people. And, uh, you know, it's not about efficiency. It's about putting love into every, I know this is strange, I'm tough. I mean, believe me, I'm way tougher than you, clearly. Because you're just some, I mean, what do you got in your, what do you have in your hair before you came in the time travel warp, some sort of, uh, would you have elk egg cream in there? Anyway, uh, sorry, carbon man, I'm just testy. But uh, it's the Skeeters, I was thinking about the Skeeters, and I'm a little bit ashamed of my mosquito scars, my mosquito bite scars, so that's why I lashed out at you, I'm sorry, but uh, don't worry about it. Okay, thanks, buddy. But, uh, yeah, we don't use our powers. This is, uh, we do this to give, but it also gives back. It, this is why our team survives. You start using powers. Then what are you going to do next? You're going to be through the mosquito nets. What are you going to do next? Well, okay, okay. When does the mosquito nets go out? Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh. Well, the uh, nag took a uh, hundred thousand after we uh, we staged protest one time, so they took them. But the rest of them were were storing for uh, f- for for what? 
okay, you know, why you gotta bring this up, Carmen, man? You know, you were from Mesmaro's confusing explanation to you that we have all these warehouses full of stuff for the human beings we praise as our gods because they are uh, the carriers of life and we are the defenders of life. But, you know, that sounds strange, defenders of life. It sounds like we're some sort of extremist group. We we have, the, we have to defend life from the outside, you know, some strange force come from the outside. And we build these things for the humans because we would think Nag would know if it, if it was like a... Okay, we just haven't figured it out, okay? We argue about it all the time. About maybe we'll bring them or try to get some guy on Nag to take all of them and deliver them. But they say, just hold on, just hold on. So it's kind of like a religious thing, Carbon Man, not a... a this, we take this on faith, I guess. It's, I'm not asking you to understand, man. But we do these mosquito notes knowing one day they will uh, get used by the people we love and care for of Earth. That's kind of touching, but also, what if the mosquito, what if the mosquito nets have, do they have an expiration date? Uh, they do, but uh, we're aware of it, and they have not reached, or with it, we got time. It's just a little bit sad. So you guys just sit in this base, like basically you're like a Santa Claus whose presents don't get delivered. And, but you're, you're even, I guess Santa Claus kind of praises children maybe. Oh man, you guys, what, what if, uh, wow, man, I mean, I'm confused, but I just went, oh, hold on. Oh man. The phone's ringing. Something the uh, uh, somebody answered it. What? What was that? The uh, emergency phone. So next, ah, oh, the quarantine should be close to up. We've been working, uh, you know, teaching carbon ropes for yeah. It could be up. Uh, when I I don't know. Oh, it's a backup. Oh, when do you think the, uh, when do you think, I don't know. So when the quarantine's up, what do you think's going to happen? Um, uh, uh, Electra, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out as a team without you. Well, don't you, can't you guys listen? You guys are heroes, clearly. I mean... You're doing this. This is the best design knot I've ever seen. I, I wish I had this when I was camping. But you should be helping, helping people, not waiting to help people. Not this could be manufactured in some facility somewhere. Okay, government, you never heard of child labor. You know, we have a child doing this instead of we take visceral pleasure from doing this. So it is like a twofold benefit and not just a onefold. But if you lock a child and you say, oh, you're not, they're not even going to do a knot with this penetration and the running around the graveyard, you know. So, you know, oh, this is pet peeves triggering. Okay, calm down. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like you guys, we should all go. I'm not trying to decide anything for anybody. 
but you guys should come with me. We'll go to this secret base. It should still exist. There should be someone there. And they can explain everything that's going going on. The whole fact that you guys don't know about World War I or World War II, it doesn't fit. What if you're, what if nags the aliens and they wanted to get me because they accidentally zapped me here and the people you work for are alien overlords and that's like they're keeping, like you guys are being deceived and the people of Earth are already like, uh, uh, something, and it would be you guys' duty to help me and help uncover what's going on and then help me get back in time to stop this plan from being, like, what if that's what they wanted? The aliens flashed me forward to get caught by you guys and be locked in the space forever, and that they, at the same time, they're locking you guys in here and they're controlling the world. Okay, Carbonman, that sounds that sounds just uh, strange. Yeah, that's like a paranoid something, schizo something. Uh, it's me, Electra, and I was uh, listening in to your little plan there, Carbon Man. And it's funny because I just got off the phone with Nag. Oh, what did uh, Nag say, Electra? Uh, it's not open for uh, business. Listen, Carbon Man, you come in here and with your silly plans, and uh, you're going to stir up trouble. You can stay here and help us, or you cannot. But when the quarantine is up, our job is done. We defend Earth. We'll keep an eye on you. But uh, fate will decide what to do with you, Carbon Man. You are here for a reason, clearly. I don't understand. But it's not our job to run around and point fingers and become the self perpetuated or appointed uh, judge and jury because we clearly understand government that we are no different than the men and the women without the superpowers and uh, we have no business judging them or telling them how to live their lives or govern themselves or any such thing as you think I'm government so I'm going to go around and decide who's going to be evil and who's going to be good and then I'll just smash them up Uh, that's not what I said that's not how that's not how we do things. Oh, sure it is, Coverman. Sure it is. You're running around. And you. what if you get it wrong? What if you attack someone and you say, you're going, I seen, we see a lot of movies here, Coverman. And a lot of movies been made since the 1950s. It's become more nuanced. And plots have been more complicated. And there's new ideas and then twists on ideas. And, and don't get me wrong, Hitchcock. And they're still the best. But, uh. You know, we've seen a lot of things that you might never have seen me just in the movies. And I've seen this plot a thousand times, like, uh, there's a minority report. Or what, where you try to go and stop someone and then they're not, oh no, was that Looper? Was that Looper? Uh, you know, you try to stop the evil person before they turn evil or something, and then uh, they you'll get the person who's not evil that was supposed to be good. And then you've taken their life choices away. Okay, government man. Okay, uh, 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 are you going to say something or something here? Well, I was. Not about you two. That's between you two. You guys have a difference of opinion. Wow. Nice penetration, carbon man. 
I never thought it would take you long to learn that. Why why do you guys always smile when you say that? <laughs> yeah. Why do we Miss Morrow cannot penetrate with I've I my hands are slightly I I'm not good at even going around the twisted switch. Miss Morrow, there's no twisted switch. Just be quiet. He's Okay, since everybody's here, I've been trying to discern things and I'm I'm at a bit of a loss. So, what first piece of good news? Uh, so Nag called, and they said, "Okay, well, we want to come in as soon as the quarantine's in, and we want to take this car man into custody." And they said, hey, "I go, oh, well, we're just worried about the quarantine, you know." I played, and they said, "Well, when when you when, well, it looks like uh, what's your quarantine clock going?" And and they didn't start their quarantine clock until the base was sealed. And according to the official quarantine clock, so we'll have an extra 18 hours because the quarantine clock starts when, well, we, we don't need to get into it, but we have an 18-hour window of where the quarantine will be over, but Nag will still think there's a quarantine and they know how strict I am. So that's interesting, but I don't understand what is happening here. And I've tried to run things through who wants what and why, why. First off, why would Carbon Man be sent into the future to our time? And why would Nag want to just risk everything with the quarantine and take him originally? And they still want him very badly, clearly. Uh, they, uh, they probably have the base surrounded. And if, uh, if it wasn't for all the crickets on the base now chirping... They would probably, so I can't figure out, there's this, There's some sort of secret going on here. There's some secret being kept. It's either in the Carbon Man, either you're evil and you have some sort of evil plan and you're still covering it up, or something strange is going on with Nag, but what, what, what force sent Carbon Man here? I mean, these are the questions we've been trying to. Oh, and it, it's like, uh, it's it's driving me nuts. I, I've been trying to figure it out. And okay, so why, why would they want to fuse in the 50s? He was about to stop an alien evasion. As he said, don't talk, Carbon Man. I hear you in your head about to start talking. Do not talk. Um, and they send him in the future. Why would they get rid of him now? Did they know Nag would capture him? Is Nag related? Is this all some sort of smokescreen? Okay, so then I tried to look at uh, what what assumptions we were making, what assumptions I was making. Okay, first of all, good, 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 evil, good and bad. I've, I've used those words a lot. So is that carbon man's good or bad? He could be neither. Could be a neutral. Um, I'm assuming he's either good or bad. Either what if either assumption is wrong, or uh, I couldn't even get into the logic type stuff. So then I was like, okay, well, okay, I can't figure out good or bad or neutral. I can't figure out if Carbon Man is. Does that assumption affect how we deal with the current thing? Nag, is nag good or evil? Or, well, they're not neutral. But are they neutral in this situation? Do they? Do I need to put a spin on their intention? Okay, so back up again. The alien force. Carbon Man, you need to listen to this. And you can, no, oh. Up the water spout, huh? Uh, 
What if the alien force, that is an assumption we are operating on at 100%, is that the alien force that sent Carbon Man here are evil. So what if they're not? How does that change in the assumption affect things? That, that wasn't a rhetorical question. Um, just, I don't know what to say anyway. I don't know if it has uh, anything to do. Well, wait a second. So you're saying we're assuming the alien attack from a planet that had already, they had already attacked Earth uh, previously. Did, did you have any contact with the ship? Uh, just its lasers that were shooting me, Electra. And did those lasers kill you or any humans that you saw? Uh, They killed my partner on the last attack they did. The the alien invaders, Electra, like they have their ships are dark. They got spikes on them, you know, and they kind of metal that shines and is dark at the same time. Are you familiar with that? I'm I'm familiar with, did you hear all the movies we've seen? We've seen it all. Okay, Borg, Cyborg, uh, Barg, Eldebarge, Blurgs, Blurps, Blops. We've we've seen it all, Carbon Man. So, but so why would? Of course they're evil. Well, okay, Carbon Man. Okay, let's see. Let's see, Carbon Man. Do you think that? Uh, I can't think of any pop culture references that I I wasn't like. Do you think everything wants to go to Star Wars? Carbon, who's like a famous villain? Like in your villainy movies, Carbon Man, was that when the cowboys and and Native Americans, you called them cowboys and Indians, was that back in? Do you think the, the bad guys thought they were evil? Well, well, yeah, most of the movies they were. They had twisted mustaches and they said, ha, 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 my evil plan. Oh, you, you're with pre-nuance. No, there was nuanced art back then. Okay. Carmen, do you think that the characters in every story... Okay, let's talk Hansel and Gretel. You know Hansel and Gretel? Yeah. Did you think the witch in the woods thought she was evil? She was... She was trying to cook up a boy and a girl. I didn't ask you that. I said, what did she think? What do you think the witch thought of herself? I always thought she was probably, like, detached from reality, mentally ill. Oh, Carbon Man, just stop. Okay, let's, this alien force that shot you in the future, are you sure that they're evil? I'm sure. It doesn't sound like you're too sure, though. I, I'm just trying to figure out why they would send you here instead of just zapping you and killing you which would be very easy for us to do. Okay, is that a threat, Electra? It's not a threat, Carmen Man. I'm trying to figure this out without a, without making without making assumptions. I'm not, I, I I this rests on my shoulders and I need to make the right decision. So Okay, so I just, I guess I was just doing the math on the paper or whatever you guys call it. What are the, okay, so if car, whatever. And the carman, I'm just flustered. Oh, wow, watching that. 
Watching you guys' hands at work, though, that really put me... Uh, I feel much better now. Okay. Um, sorry I had to drift off there. So, whatever, assumptions aside, what are the risks now? So, Nag wants you, Carbon Man, and there's secrets, and we don't have the answers. You hold secrets inside you, either the secret that it's 100% truth or whatever, Nag may hold secrets, we don't know, but there's something we don't know 100%. And until I have some sort of 100% certitude, I can't. we can't let you go. But at the same time, we can't just sit in the space because we'll be sitting ducks. So does that mean you guys will come with me to, if you, if you want answers, we could go to the desert and get them? Yeah, I've been thinking about that, Carbon Man. And that's going to be part of what we're going to do. But I was also thinking we need to force Nag's hand to see if we can get them to slip up and and see what we can learn from Nag. We'll go to your. We'll, we need to go to this desert place and see what we can learn. But we need to be the ones in control. We need to be in control of ourselves and of this situation. So we're going to split up, and some of us are going to go to the desert, and the rest of you are going to execute this rest of the plan I have here, the rest of the plan I've been thinking about. So I'm going to go over the, we're going to go over the plan as soon as you get, wow, beautiful, beautiful come together on that one with those. You guys' hands are just majestic watching them move. Carmen, can I sit down and do some nuts? Okay, so we're going to execute this plan. We're going to sit down. We're going to go over it together. We're going to split up. I don't see the risk to all our fellow human human beings here. I keep asking myself, will this plan endanger humanity? And I don't see that it will. Because if Carbon Man is intrinsically dangerous and evil, executing this plan, I don't think... I mean, you could have someone in the desert you're going to meet up with. It doesn't matter. Because, Carbon as far as I'm concerned, the main assumption I'm going with is you are an outside force and you've come here from somewhere else, another time period, another earth, whatever it is. So you are still an executable. And at any moment, you will be executed. You haven't seen our full powers. And you might scoff because you've gotten to know us you know, non-superhero-y stuff. But we will crush you and destroy you, and if you have some partners in the desert, we'll deal with them. Are we clear on that, Carbon Man? Crystal. I, I mean, yes, Electra, you're crystal clear. I understand. I understand. And, Electra, what if Nag is the... Okay, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, okay? All right, so let's uh, take Carbon Man up to a cell. Wait, I haven't been in a cell... Take Carbon Man up to his cell, and we'll go over the plan. Okay, I'll take him up there. Um, wait a second, wait a second. I'm going to knock you out, not Carbon Man. No, 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 don't. I'm just kidding. You, I will not knock you out because you've done such a good job on that. Seven. We've completed seven more mosquito nets, okay? So we take this time. We put our hands over the mosquito net. Come on, Carbon Man. Okay, lick. Oh, thank you with gratitude for helping us, letting us work on these nets. 
Sometimes we have the names of the people we are thinking of when we make the nets for them, even though you go run that say, oh, we don't get it. we're not giving it to them. Shut up, carbon man. Just close your mind, clear your mind, feel through your energy flow into the nets. And you can imagine if you don't believe in energy or spirit or whatever, you don't believe in carbon man because you're so sophisticated from the, okay, but you're, uh, I'm trying to, uh, okay, so we rest our hands over here. And we hope that these mosquito nets, or can I take, uh, let me take it. We hope that these mosquito nets will find people in need. These mosquito nets will protect the people in need from not only pesky, nasty, horrible, greedy mosquitoes, but protect them from disease so they might carry on a fulfilled life and carry their life and extend it beyond theirs in joy and happiness and healthiness. We hope these things. We hope these things. Carbon man, you're supposed to say, we hope these things. Okay. And now we take a time of silence for all those who have suffered from terrible pesky mosquitoes with their greedy little th- sucker thing and their whatever anesthesia they inject you with because they think they were all down low and anyone who's had malaria or any mosquito-borne diseases. Good night. Rest well. We protect you with our honor. We are here to serve. I, I think that's probably... Hey, guys, this is a, this is a narrator. It's probably a good place to stop out of respectfulness for uh, whatever just... Yeah. So, good night, and I'll see you soon. Thanks.